Hello, welcome back to the Junior Funners. It's uh, it's been a, a couple of weeks. We uh, been very busy because there's been lots of. Uh, <laughs> Well, if you live in the UK, you know, there's been a lot of stuff going on, and uh, boy, oh boy, man, you know, isn't it? Isn't it, though? Just, oh, yeah, Lawrence is not it is, yeah, it is. I should probably introduce us. We're the Junior Funners, we're the podcast that talks about uh, Arsenal, the, which is a football team, uh, and uh, we also talk about other things, but, uh, you know, we talk about Arsenal first, and then we get to the other things later, so, you know, just have some patience. Uh, my name's Ollie. I'm Ollie Munster, and uh, my co-host here is uh, is Lawrence Yates. Uh, uh, hi, hi, uh, hello. Uh, there he is, trademark charisma. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're uh, we took a little while to get going today. We're having some uh, some technical technical difficulties. Yep. Um, couldn't figure out where there was a, a, a weird buzzing sound, and it turns out it's because of the lights. Yeah. Um, we so worried. we're in the dark. Yeah, so we were. It's, it's even though it's like it's like early afternoon. It's like what time is it? It's it's like it's quarter to quarter to one. Yeah, it's like not even one o'clock in the afternoon. Um, but it's just so dark outside <laughs> that we needed the lights on. But uh, it's fine. We'll make do. Uh, recording podcast by candlelight, just like our uh, like our forefathers. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so it's yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a dark time outside. It's a dark time in our souls uh, because uh, we've. Well, I- I'm doing all right, but I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean collectively, collectively, it's uh, yeah, you know, politics and that. Um, we'll uh, we'll probably talk about that later. But it's also uh, a dark time if you're an Arsenal fan still. Uh, so we'll talk about uh, some Arsenal news, I reckon. Okay, so uh, as of this recording, Freddie Lundberg is still the caretaker head coach of, of Arsenal. Yep. Um, we may get breaking news as we're recording this that it's uh, that we're going to get Mikel Arteta as the permanent. Well, I, per, what does permanent mean, really? But mm. you know, you know what I mean. Mikel Arteta being made the uh, the, the new manager, um, which. Uh, I don't know if that's really a long-term solution to anything, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I I personally don't agree. Yeah, with uh, with the decision, if that is the decision. Yeah, because there's there's pictures that the media got of the uh, the board Arsenal board going to his house, outside his house, and uh, yeah, yeah. They've also postponed. There was supposed to be a Arsenal press conference today for the the match at the weekend, and that has been postponed. Until tomorrow, mm. uh, we're recording this on on Thursday. They seem to want to do things on Fridays. Mm. Don't know why. Yeah. Sacked Emery on a Friday. Now they're gonna yeah bring our, probably bring Arteta in on a Friday. So. End of the week. Yeah. Mm. Don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you know, meanwhile, um, as a, you know, as I've said many times, my my preferred pick, Carlo Ancelotti, is yeah. being pursued by Everton. Um, mm. You know, he's currently out of a job. Has managed in England before, and as he, I think he's even said uh, he wouldn't mind uh, the Arsenal job previously. Um, and yet, and yet, uh, yeah, we might have to watch him hmm. go <laughs> go manage Ever 
it's inexplicable. Turns, isn't it, it, really? turns Everton into Napoli. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, why would they do that to Big Dunk? You know, That's, yeah. Why? How could they? How could they do Big Dunk dirty like that? But Lewis Dunk. His no, I mean Duncan Ferguson. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a similar situation at Everton at the moment, isn't it? They've got an ex-player as uh, temporary temporary manager, and um, yeah, everyone's excited about that because he's jumping up and down on the touchline like a psychopath. Um, well, I'd say like a psychopath, you know, it's Duncan Ferguson. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what so was he part of the coaching staff, or was he just sitting at home and they phoned him and do you I want to be think, manager? I think bit? he was part of the coaching setup, yeah. I, I think I, I, I think he was. Um, but I mean, yeah, uh, you know, they've they've got somewhat of a new manager bounce under him, I mm. guess. Was it like four yeah. points from two games? That's you know. Beat Chelsea, drew United. Yeah, you know that's, what have we done since Freddie took charge? Yeah, five yeah. games. We've... Lost to Brighton. Um, I drew of Norwich and um, beat lost West Ham. To, beat West Ham. Well, that was uh, yeah, that was like, and then we lose to City on the, on the Sunday. So, yeah, yeah, pretty pretty great stuff. And oh uh, yeah, there was a. Uh, Standardly aged, two all draw away. Yeah, came back from two nil down um, to draw and top of the group uh, for for that, which should have happened weeks ago. Really, uh, should have you know qualified as top of the group a couple of weeks ago at least. Mm. But uh, whatever, we got there. Um, Personally, don't want to be in the Europa League. Can't be asked. Yeah, it's I mean, a it's waste of time. It's not like we're going to win it. Um, yeah. Someone's going to get injured, which means we won't be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's it's a bummer. Um, you know, you kind of want to you want to be as a as a quote unquote big club. You want to be competing in Europe, um, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just I I would rather that we just focus on sorting out the myriad of problems that we currently have mm. at the club. Uh, yeah. But the, yeah, the West Ham match was an interesting one because that was uh, so we we ended up winning three one, um, after going one nil down and playing a, about as poorly as I can ever remember seeing Arsenal play for uh, fifty minutes, best part of an hour. We had like in the first half like seventy seventy percent possession and zero shots. Yeah, and I believe. In the Man City match, we had uh, one shot on target, which came within the first 30 seconds. That, that Martinelli shot right at the very beginning was our only shot on target of the entire match. That, was, so. that game was just the Kevin De Bruyne show, really. It really it was. It was like we. It, it was a very much like a Harlem Globetrotters situation. It was like an exhibition match. Like we were just like the Washington Generals or something, just like there to make him look better. I mean, well, I say make him look better. I mean, he, you know, he's world class, obviously. But, I mean, you know, it was just kind of over as a contest very quickly <laughs> because of him. And, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I, there, was, there was something resembling hope after the, uh, the West Ham match. You know, we, we actually came back from going behind, which we haven't, I feel like hasn't happened for a very long time, to, to win a match, at least. You know, we've come back from behind to scrape a point against teams we should be beating easily. Um, that's pretty much all we've done this season, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to come back away from home uh, to win a match 
was uh, was was very encouraging, and the the manner in which they they scored the three goals looked very you know that looked more like a a classic Arsenal side. Um, you know, every time they were going forward, they were the you know the flowing, the passing. It was it it it, it looked like some shit might be finally coming together. Mm. And uh, no, it wasn't. It was a fluke. That was just a coincidence. It's uh, yeah. I mean, you say away from home. I mean, it's only London. I mean, we are, there is a London club. But it's kind That's of weird true, to say yeah. you're already away team when it's London. Yeah. Say. Yeah, but Nicolas Pepe's got uh, another goal and an assist to his tally. Uh, still a flop though. According, yeah. According to uh, people who I will not acknowledge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> done giving you free. Uh, <laughs> Free airtime. Yeah, know. he's living. He's living rent free in yeah. your head. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm going on a, a detox. Yeah. Well, well uh, I think. We'll, yeah, we'll come onto that when we when we talk about politics a little bit later. But um, <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, like I said, we we might be um, we might be getting a new manager by tomorrow, or even today. But. Uh, we got uh, so who is it? Everton we're playing at the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's the best time to play them when they're on form and. Yep. Yeah. Got, away from got home. a bit of confidence and what you need to do is just do what they did against United. Just sit two banks of four counter attack. Blah 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 blah. Yep. They've uh, yeah. I mean they've beaten teams that are doing better than we are currently. Um. So, well, I've well, been Chelsea. Is what I mean. Um. So yeah, that's that's going to be uh, another again best case scenario, another two all draw. I would have thought, mm. um, unless something drastically changes. I mean, it doesn't help that we've had uh, you know a, a, another set of injuries um, to Kieran Tierney and and Hector Bellerin. You know, our, our two first choice fullbacks yeah. are once again out injured, and now we're having to make do with. I think Klasnich is also. S- Semi-injured, sort of. I think, yeah, didn't he? he uh, in the city match, I think yeah. he, yeah, um, yeah. So that's and that's going to be fun. And then we have uh, still the Özil problem because he went off. Looked like he couldn't be. Didn't really give a shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like he's not. He didn't quite go full Jacker. Um, yeah. You know, he wasn't like yelling at the crowd, but. Uh, yeah, he looked uh, pretty fed up with the whole thing, and uh, there was know, a, frankly, it's mutual. There was a moment on uh, match a day. Michael Richards was trying to, you know, be positive about Urzo. He's like, on his day, he's good. And then Jermaine Gina said, "When was that? Yeah. When was the last time that when he yeah. was good on his day? That was like six years ago." I was going to say, like, seven. yeah, two or three seasons ago at least. Like, it's yeah. I think he had he had one season where he got like the most assists in the league. He got like fourteen or fifteen assists. Yeah. Um, and that was yeah, that was way too long ago for him to still be. For him, I don't, yeah, for this still to be going on the way it has, it's uh, god damn, yeah. It, I I mean, if it, January transfer window is coming up, um, we could really really do with a clear out. Yeah, Özil. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of Arsenal fans are probably going to be like, "What? You want to get rid of Özil?" Like, yeah. yeah, I think it's just best. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, he's uh, not. He's I. What what is he there for? Like, he's not just for PR, just to sort of like appeal to like a you know, like the you the I don't know young young people or something. Yeah, yeah. Is it just branding? Like, is was that like the bulk of his? 
his deal that he signed. Or, I don't know. Yeah, but and now like, he's he's caught he's caught more controversy in, from China. Like, yeah, he's from been, China. He's been uh, blocked apparently from in the Pez game. Yeah, they've taken him out of the they've Pez game in the in the China and Chinese version. Yeah, and they've taken him out. They also didn't. The, I think the the state TV was going to be broadcasting the uh, the City Arsenal match, and they they switched to the. Um, was it United Everton instead or something? Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah. So that's so in many ways, he's not good for PR. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, now lost television right probably to yeah. China. It's uh, yeah. We all know. I mean, we all know how much that is worth. Yeah, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, and then budding up with Erdogan, probably not a good look. Yeah, no, that's a yikes from me, fam. Yeah, um, yeah, not not a good look, fam. Um, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, what is he there for? Like, he's not. It's not like he's a a game changing substitute or anything. Like, he's he's never like when he gets brought on in matches. It's not like he's he's very passive impacting the game. He, he yeah, and when he starts matches, he's just sort of I don't know. It's like nine times out of ten, he's not really influencing the match that a player at his level is supposed to. So it's just, I, yeah, why, what is he there for, really? Like, just cut your losses, try something else. You know, it's, yeah. Just uh, find uh, someone from uh, the French League or Bundesliga or somewhere. somewhere. Someone young, up and coming. Yeah. Get Serge Gnabry back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that what, that only cost, what, 150 million euros? Um, yeah. Well, Bayern Munich, uh, they've sort of uh, they've sort of lost form in the league. I mean, they're sort of fifth, I think, fifth or fourth, somewhere like that now. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's weird going on in Bundesliga. It's like Leipzig, Mönchengladbach, Dortmund. I think it might be Schalke or something like that. I can't mm. remember. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's weird. Uh, we were talking about Özil. Yeah, he's he's not very good. Um, yeah, he's. I think. Yeah, we can. Conclusively Jacker, say that, yeah. Go away, Jacker. Don't want you. Yeah, get Jacker out. Um, I, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe Lacazette. Maybe I don't know. I think he's still got a part to play. I, I mean, you know, he scored. He he scored the goals against Standard Liège, didn't he? Or he scored one yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. I, I think uh, I think Lacazette's still got a, a, a part to play at Arsenal. Um, but yeah, definitely. Definitely Xhaka and Ozil. Um, so, I mean, Mustafi can fuck off. David Luiz can fuck off. David Luiz um, can, yeah. I mean, if we didn't have so many injuries, uh, yeah, they, they definitely could fuck right off. I think the amount of injuries we've got mean that we have to, unfortunately, we have to keep them. Um, yeah. Unless, unless we bring someone else in sharpish-like, um, you know. It's weird, like, you, th- you know, the start of the season, if you're like, you know, there's two <laughs> two defenders are leaving Chelsea, uh, David Luiz and Gary Cahill, and you're like, which one is going to have, like, at this point, you know, by Christmas, which one is going to have uh, been involved in keeping more clean sheets in the league? Well, yeah. It's like... Could have uh, got him on a free. We literally could have got him for free. Like, it, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, and again, again, that's not like a long-term solution or anything. You know, he's getting on, but it's just, it's something. I, th- I would argue he's much better on the ball than David Luiz. Now, definitely, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, you know, back, David Luiz had a moment 
but it's again it's like it's the same with Ozil it's just it's so far in the rear view mirror that it's like 20, 20, World Cup 2014 that was it yeah Stop pretty much yeah. Really. yeah yeah and then but I mean even that was like <laughs> that was you know then because the, that was when Brazil got absolutely murdered by Germany wasn't it yeah and it's like that was like even even his sort of career highlight sort of ended with them lose what was it seven one in the end like something like that yeah man yeah yeah so oof oof yeah that is uh that's a that's a junior gunners official oof on uh arsenal at the moment um shambles mate shambles absolute uh, it's a disgrace it's disgrace a disgrace to the club um yeah, but maybe Arteta can turn things around. I don't, I, I, you know, we don't know. He's never managed before. Um, yeah. And he was injured for, like, most of his time at Arsenal. I mean, he was club captain, but, I mean, yeah. He, it's not even like he's a, it's not even like he's a legend of the club. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, I, I feel like Wenger signed him, like, two or three seasons after he should have. Um, and, yeah. so. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the the fact that it's so dark and gloomy outside that's that's affecting our uh, our outlook. But uh, yeah, not particularly hopeful that things are gonna turn around anytime soon uh, for uh, for Arsenal. Um, was there anything else? Other football stuff? Uh, I mean, well, Syria. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So- solving their uh, solving their racism problem once and for all. Um, by uh, unveiling a anti-racism <laughs> campaign uh, with a, a series of posters, uh, which had monkeys with like face paint on, uh, and that and and the problem's gone. It's gone away forever because of uh, because of that. So, so that's good. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I haven't really looked into the whole. I didn't read any articles, so I haven't really. I don't know. It's just a clown world. Clown world. It really. Is. I mean, it, yeah. It's like they they seem to. Their logic seems to be that because when uh, Lukaku said he was getting, you know, the monkey charts and stuff, there was that that fan group that was like, "No, it's a compliment. They're only they're only doing it because they think you're good." And it's like, yeah. So why don't the white players get any monkey chance? And it seems like Syria have just leaned into that. They're just like, no, no, you guys, monkeys are cool. Like, you seen Planet of the Apes? It's really cool. Um, so they're just deciding to like make monkeys the like mascot of racism. I get. I don't know what they're trying to do. It, it's it's. But I mean, the number of people that would have had to approve it is you know the number of people it would have went through, and the amount of money spent on it uh, is just mind blowing. It's uh, yeah, it, people are still insisting like. I don't know, people in Italy still insist that there's not a problem with racism there. It's just like, come on, dog. Like, mm. <laughs> come on. It's, uh, yeah. They, they love it. They love the racism there. I don't know what it is. Yeah. They... But, but the food, though. Oh, oh mamma yeah. mia, marron. Yeah. Oh, huh? yeah. Ah, the mozzarella. <laughs> ah, the, the gabagool. Yeah. Mm. Such great shows like um, The Sopranos. Yeah. Uh, 
Mario, he's Italian. Mario, yeah. he's yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. Is he? Or, well, but he's Japanese, isn't he? But he's but he's Italian. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe that's racist. I don't know. Yeah. Oh God. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe we're the racists. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Um. Mm. It's PC culture gone mad. I I I agree. Everyone's uh, too woke. <laughs> you become so woke that you become racist. That is like, a, but that's a real thing, isn't it? Like online, like people that are like people that talk about like cultural appropriation and stuff, uh, and it, it like they're basically like basically what they're sort of advocating for is just segregation. You know, it's yeah. just like, it's like only black people are allowed to talk about black things. Uh, white people can't like can't enjoy any any black culture yeah. or anything because they're not. It's it's just like it's what do you I don't know like what like. Wait, you, there's it's like that horseshoe theory where it's just the two extremes are actually on the same side. Multiculturalism is bad. No, um, multiculturalism is good. We just have to keep all the cultures separate from each other. No, you see, it's not slavery. I'm just giving them a job on my plantation. Yeah, all. exactly. Yeah, I'm just I'm just look, allevi- alleviating them out of poverty. They're the best ones for the job, you know. Yeah, like yeah. they happen to be the best at picking cotton. I can't. I can't help that. I'm a I'm a fair employer, you know. They 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 sing those great lovely songs, they sing those gospels. You they know, sing those gospels. Those gospel it's such, such great emotion. Yeah, it really draws you in. It's all like, the spirituals. Keep, and it's, keeps you know, the, the 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 morale I, up. When I, I can't understand what they're saying, but you know they they seem. <laughs> you know. Oh man, is this? Are we going to get cancelled because of this? Uh, we're not popular. We're not to popular. Get canceled, are we? No, we we fly under the radar. Who who's who cares? Yeah, really, really. Who gives a fuck? Um, yeah, so that's that's racism in in Syria. Um, still there, as it turns out. Yeah. Still, still a problem. Uh, yeah. Um, should we give a quick uh, Bona League update? Because uh, go, I, this... I, I have just lost it. I, I've given up hope. I'm like, I can't. Why does it ever want to work with me? Anytime I pick a player, they, they're crap well, and. Every, I mean, this every December, the, like the the fixtures obviously come thick and fast, you know. So this time of year is kind of a a crazy time. You can jump up the league after one set of matches, and then literally the next mm. day you can. I mean, I've I've sort of been bouncing between like the top four and then like back into like the you know like down towards the foot of the table. So, um, as of the, yeah, so as of as of recording, um, this is um. Before this uh, this weekend's uh, matches, um, so propping up the uh, the table in thirteenth, we got we got Darren Jones's God Squad. Yep. Um, so that's all. I, I think that's all. Uh, Just uh, names like Jesus, religious, yeah, religious yeah. names. So yeah, Abraham. He's got, he's got Pope in goal. He's got. Uh, that's not in the Angelino. <laughs> it's all religious stuff, though, isn't it? So it's you know. You've got Sermon, Abraham, Jesus, uh, Christiansen, um, David Louise for some reason. <laughs> uh, David, I guess. I, David, yeah, David. I mean, yeah. Star David. Um, and that, so he's on uh, 588 points, pretty well adrift at this point. I don't think his season's going to turn around anytime soon. Also, it looks like most of his uh, team is injured, uh, variously. Um, then we got uh, number twelve. We got James Fister with uh, Foz's bargain buys. I forget which one of the fake uh, James Foster 
uh, accounts, that is. Um, so that's the, they're in 12th, 747 points. Um, and then we've got <laughs> James Fosterino. And the, this is uh, all one word. Uh, Louis, I can't quite... Louis... Lu, Louis is... A- Louis... Louis... Louis is Apado. Louis Louis Sapado. Louis yeah, Louis Sapado. Uh don't know what the maybe that's Latin, I don't know. Um I think that's that's Martin possibly. I know he's a big Latin fan. Um so that yeah, that's uh, that's that's uh, in 11th place with 755 points. Uh we jump up then to uh Hannes Fostieri. All the all the James Fosters are sort of at the bottom together. Mm. Um yeah, Hammers Fostieri with uh, Hammers Esoy Barato. Uh, that's all. I think that's all the the Latin American players, isn't it? Or, or something. Yeah. So Although, looking at it now, it looks like they've got uh, o- <laughs> they got uh, and O'Connell in their defence. So I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think they really stayed on on brief with that. Uh, yeah. With that, uh, that's seven hundred and ninety five points in uh, in tenth place. And we got uh, we got Tariq. Uh, we got Tariq's team Millhouse in ninth. Um, so it's a bit of a jump there. Eight hundred and twenty six points for uh, for Tariq. Um, then we've got uh, in eighth place currently our uh, our very own Lawrence Yates mm. with mantle with a plum. Um, so you got eight hundred and thirty six points mm. at the moment. Um, you didn't do too bad this weekend. Forty-nine points. Um, that's, that's not enough. I need to average about sixty a week. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough yeah. to, to 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 get that consistently. I I just accept that I'm never going to figure out how to do it. Um, and saying that, uh, seventh place, just above uh, just above Lawrence, is me uh, with my team, the Beatles. That's eight eight hundred and sixty-eight points. I'm currently sitting on there. Um, and then uh, just ahead of just ahead of me by two points, we have got Jemaz uh, Festor, another one of the James uh, Foster uh, teams. I believe that's James Brown. That's the other James that lives in Australia. Uh, Eight hundred and seventy points. And then we have got uh, Jason Manning in fifth place, getting into the top five now. On uh, so uh, his uh, his team uh, Pulisiki. Um, he's got uh, what's he got here? Eight hundred and eighty three points. And uh, we got the the reigning champ, um, the current champion, former guest Gary Hill, uh, with uh, Mane feel like a woman. Uh, so he's on eight hundred and ninety four points. And we got uh, the this year's dark horse, um, our friend Simon Atkins, yeah, with FC Schwan Jalapenos, which is a, a not a particularly topical name, but whatever. He must have been in Nando's or somewhere. Um, I don't know. It's uh well yeah, Schwangelau used to be the Bournemouth goalkeeper, but oh. like years ago. <laughs> um he's got nine hundred and twenty two points. So he he's uh, yeah, he's already already crossed that nine hundred point barrier. Um and then uh up in second we got uh, we got the the actual James Foster, I think. I don't know, it's hard to tell with so many of them. Um James Foster with the <laughs> kept <laughs> Keeper Migun Atsus. Uh, Keeper Migun Atsus. It's uh, four different footballer names in one team name there. Um, so he's on 932 points. And then uh, way out in front. Um, so going into the new year, it looks as though he's, uh, he's, he's going to be top of the tree. Is, uh, is our friend Tom Reeves. Uh, and his team name is also I Am James Foster. Um, just to keep things nice and confusing, so he's on uh, nine hundred and seventy-five points. So 
yeah, quite a quite a lead he's got there. He'd have to fuck it up pretty badly at this point um, to, to to not win. Um, but you know, this might be funny to listen back to at the end of the season if he does do that. So, Tom, don't fuck it up. No pressure. Um, so that's that's the Bona League standings as we as we round out 2019. Um, what uh, I mean. 2019. What? Should we should probably do something to sum up uh, the the year. Uh, what's what's been good? What's been good from 2019? Mm. Um. Well, for me, my personal, or just in general, society culture. Yeah, I mean, you know, all of that. Uh, I don't know. Well, apart from me, dog passing away. Uh, not. So I mean, I, I did say good. I said what's oh, been good. Oh, what's been good? Uh, uh, oh, um, weird thing to say if that's been something that's been good. No, 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 no. I meant just. I thought you meant in general. Just uh, significant milestones. Uh, I don't know. No, it's not been a fantastic year. Um, but mm. it's been sort of average. Yeah, um, another one. Summer was hot as frick. It yeah, was just hot unbearable. AF. Just couldn't do anything. It was just hot, sweaty all the time. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we started podcast. That was a good thing. That's true. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. Um, my, I was trying to, you know, uh, still haven't got any Twitter clout. No, I'm I mean, still hovering down there at the bottom of the dregs of. Yeah, I mean, Twitter clout is you, I, the ways that you get Twitter clout is just not worth doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you really it's, have to it's, it's, kiss yeah. ass and yeah, get and know the right people. But um, yeah. 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 Um, basically the same as I was. Uh, ooh. Um, I mean, mm, um, not really a whole lot to shout about positive wise. Mm. Sort of been a bit of a, a damp squib. Is it the word? Yeah. A damp, I mean, a damp squid. A, a dang squid. It's been, it's a, been dang a dang squid, squid of a year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose we can talk about it. The, you it know, depends we, on whether you think 2019 or 2020 is the end of the decade, because some people who are really pedant are like, well, actually, uh, the decade didn't start until 2011 or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think the consensus amongst most journalists certainly is that this is the end of the decade, because they're all doing, like, yeah. you know, reviews of the, the decade. Um, so to those pedants, I say, fuck off. I mean, um, they got the Star Wars film coming out, but unfortunately, as I saw the Rotten Tomatoes score, it was yeah, like I mean, fifty six, fifty eight. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty funny that it's like that. You know, everyone was all those people that were mad about like Ryan Johnson doing whatever he did with the Last Jedi, and now it's like, oh, JJ's back. And it's yeah. just like it's 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 still not what they want. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't I am, know what the audience score is, but that, that was the critics score. Yeah. So usually, an indicator is if critics hate it, audiences will like. If it's always but a the weird... audience seems to be kind of. I'm seeing lots of tweets of people that are like still processing it, and that's usually like, well, if I, <laughs> so you didn't like it, then you're still processing yeah. it. Like you, you didn't like it. Um, but yeah, I'm actually going to see it uh, later on this this very this very eve. Right. Um, I probably won't go. I mean, you can talk about it when, when after you've seen it. Again, yeah. But um, I probably won't see it until maybe after Christmas sometime. Yeah, wait till it dies down. Yeah. I'm seeing it this very this very eve with uh, with current Bona League uh, 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 first place person. There's got to be a better name for it than that. Current Bona League leader. That's it. 
Tom Tom Reeves. Um, so we will report back uh, next episode with uh, with with our thoughts. Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose the other major thing for for the UK this year is that we've uh, elected a uh, an inbred scarecrow as our prime minister, and uh, not only that, but we've handed him a majority to uh, just. I uh, just kill as many poor people as he wants, I guess. That you know, that none of that matters, you know, Grenfell, the NHS, all of that. Just fuck 'em. Everyone on the bottom um can just continue to uh to sink down into the mud and suffocate. Just wet, wet mud. Just mm. uh just killing everyone on the uh the, the bottom rungs of the ladder. Um so that's that's gonna be fun for the next uh, five years. Um yeah. It's uh, maybe I'm biased. I've, you know, I've, uh, you know, uh, my uh, my girlfriend was was uh, working on uh, the labor campaign for where we live. Um, so I was kind of watching it all happen in real time, and it was you know for a moment there was some hope that something might happen. And I don't know. I was just thinking like you know the the Brexit referendum. It was like that result was so close. You know, it was like, it just, it, it yeah. was, whatever it was, it was like 49% to 48% or whatever the fuck. Um, and it, I was like, well, you know, maybe that could, maybe that could be us this time. Maybe the, the left could get a win like that, you know, just, just squeak it over the line. And it's still a win, you know? And uh, not only was it not that, it was, uh, it was just a, a, a heavy, heavy, heavy uh, sack beating. Mm. Um of uh yeah of the likes of which we haven't seen since Thatcher Thatcher and now you've got people like uh Emily Thornbury who are like I'm going to be la- I want to be next labor leader yeah right. yeah she Great. should uh she should uh go back to the uh the jungle with her family uh, I think you know with her, her documentarian parents and that uh that feral little boy that they found who was voiced by Flea that's Emily Thornbury, right? That's, oh, that's oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. Her dad with a big mustache. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can do this with my hands. It's uh, Tim Curry, of course, the wonderful, wonderful Tim Curry. Um, yeah, man, they had a real good cast for that show. Tim Curry voicing the dad and mm. Flea voicing the the like the feral kid. Yeah. Um, man, yeah. I think I was a bit. When did it come out? I must have been like it's early like late nineties. Oh, yes, yeah, late nineties, early two thousands, possibly. I think I might. Yeah, I remember watching it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty right. funny. Um, hmm. Um, yeah. So, do you think Corbyn should stay on as leader? I, I would. I don't know. I, I. Or do you think he can? Or is there? Any I, do, I don't think he can. I mean, he's, there's two elections in. In two years, or well, three years, two years, whatever. I mean, he's lost two elections in a row, um, so I, I don't think he can. Um, and it's a shame, but I mean, he's such an incredibly divisive figure, which again is a shame. Um, you know, he, he's. It's a shame that he's such a massive terrorist sympathizer and anti-Semite because um, he had some good ideas. You know, again about like poor people not just dying from things that are very easily preventable. Um, 
But yeah, yeah. That's but I mean, you know, hopefully um, the the ideas I mean the ideas in the manifesto weren't what people seem to be objecting to. It was purely just him. So maybe maybe they can find someone to kind of pick up that mantle, you know, he's kind of thrown he's thrown down to you know, the fact that moving to the left is not a bad thing and uh you know, maybe Maybe Tony Blair should uh, fuck off and <laughs> yeah. die in a jail cell. Um, you know, maybe maybe the country was right to be like, no, we don't want you anymore, Tony Blair. Like, fuck off. BBC's always got to have, and we're going to have another special interview with Tony Blair. Why? Because he wants his appearance fee. He, there's nothing he won't do for money. Like the number of like the number of like corporate gigs he's taken on since he left since he left office is is staggering. Like he gets paid like hundreds of thousands of pounds every year by just like various like private companies to you know just show up and be you know be tony blair <sighs> yeah so fuck him uh f- yeah fuck centrism um you know we're a lefty podcast we- yeah. we've said it before we're the, the premier podcast of the dirtbag left um you know and it- and it's just us there's no other podcasts that do that so yeah um, but it's like I don't know what to say because it's like <laughs> I'm not like as into it. I'm, I mean, I am, I am, you know, left and all that. But it's just like I don't know what to do. It's sort of like I don't know. You just have to. F- I don't know. I think it's partly. I think the media is just a mind of its own. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it. Well, I think. Well, it doesn't have a mind of its own, and that's the the problem. Well, yeah. I think. What I mean it's is like, like <laughs> it's like if there's they'll target someone like Corbyn, and it's yeah. just like. You know, yeah, they, I mean, they won't. They won't let up or anything. It's just don't ask him anything proper. It's just yeah, but are you anti-Semitic though? Yeah, yeah, but are you anti-Semitic? Why are you so anti-Semitic? Why are you so anti-Semitic though? Why? Why are you so fucking gay? Why are you so why gay? Mate so though. Um, like it, yeah, that's. It. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's uh, the 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 amount of sort of like uh, editing mistakes, quote unquote, that seemed to be made during the build-up to the election was kind of. I, yeah, again, it's like once is a mistake, but the number of times it's like showing footage from like two years ago and being like, look what he did. And it's like, oh, that's actually old footage. Or, you know, editing out people audibly laughing at Boris Johnson um, when he tries to stay on message, which uh, as far as I could tell was just get Brexit done. Um, yeah. Uh, I fuck him. I uh, fuck Rupert Murdoch and fuck the BBC and yeah, it's a real uh, fun time to be in the UK. Uh, cannot wait to have to pay I don't know two grand to get in an ambulance if I get ill because um, all of that's coming. Can't wait to as long as, as long as you get a nice Trump steak at the end of it all, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they make those anymore. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I think they stopped making those because they were. Uh, Made of doo doo. Um, oh, the the stakes were doo doo. Um, Has he been impeached? That's another thing. Yeah, he's been he's been impeached, but nothing will happen. I mean, he's been he's been impeached by the um, uh, by Congress, which is uh, Democrat majority. So it now goes because America's uh, political system is, is is just slightly stupider than ours. Mm. Um, I mean, ours is pretty fucking stupid, but theirs is uh, is 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 dumber. Um, it now goes to the Senate, which is Republican uh, majority controlled. So nothing yeah. will happen. He he will get he. It'll just like it'll be like 
And that bit in Scrubs where he has a little box for the paper shredder. Pretty much, yeah. It just he'll yeah. He'll he will face no consequences and probably get reelected. Um uh, so I like yeah. how he's always covered up with like uh, alliterations all the time. The do nothing Democrats. Yeah. The do nothing the do do Yeah, it's it's <laughs> He's uh, yeah. Democrats. He, they do nothing. Democrats. They do nothing. Man, that's like Alec Baldwin. You should you should replace yeah. Alec Baldwin in SNL. Like, this is what. Why is where's all my thousands of likes and retweets? I make. Yeah, up. Trump takes all the time. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you retweet me every now and then? You know all those fans, resistance Twitter people. Yeah, I mean that is those are among the easiest group of people to scam in the world. I mean, the, you know, the, there is, as the Krasensteins proved, like it, it's incredibly easy to, to grift those people. If you just put hashtag I'm with her, there's always at least one account that will like and retweet. Yeah, there's always someone with like a Hillary, uh, Abby. Hill dog. Um, Hill, oh God. Hill dog. I believe that she Hill, will win. Hill rod. I was, um, I was walking with dog and I came up with a nice uh, slogan for your resistance Twitter. Twitter people, mm. no more Trump, no more Pence. Uh, time to change their smelly depends. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a little too good. I think, I think your brain might have been poisoned. <laughs> You gotta stop following uh, Ono oh She Twit. <laughs> I follow uh, Sarah Beatty, yeah. Oh, well, cool. I did, but, but Sarah T for a bit. It just gets a bit too. It's like gets too much. Yeah, I have to take a break. I get. Yeah, it's, it's like a certain football Twitter account that I will not mention. Oh yeah, so that we're talking about the election. We should mention our, our uh, the smartest man in the world, Mark Goldbridge. Uh, he had a, he had a few takes. Um, he didn't like the fact that Gary Neville. Uh, it was uh, I think David Cameron posted something on Twitter about encouraging people to go out and vote conservative, and Gary Neville just said Labour or something. Uh, what well, he said, like you're a coward. You, oh, yeah. you know, you this mess is your fault, and you just ran away, basically. Um, and Mark Colbridge was like, "Why? It, nice to see club." Basically, the 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 essence of what he was saying is, "You'd it, rather have a go at Dave Cameron than the the, the Glazers." Yeah, he was. <laughs> He was incredibly mad that Gary Neville was uh, publicly calling out David Cameron instead of the Man United board. Um, Because as a footballer, Gary Neville only exists to uh, be a football man uh, and not a a human person, Um, not allowed to talk about anything else. And then he kind of doubled down on that and was like, uh, footballers shouldn't tell people how to vote. Um, You know, they're a bunch of... uh, He's he he becoming the Paul Joseph Watson of football Twitter. Very much so. I mean, it, I've, never, day, I've never seen him in the same room, in fact. I think, that, that, yeah, they are basically the same person. The other day he brought up a Caroline Fleck had been arrested for allegedly assaulting her boyfriend or something. Yeah. And then he was talking about, like, you know, oh, well, let's talk about equality. You know, all that. That's good stuff, Mark. That's good. I mean, yeah, I mean... God forbid your wife uh, sees that and gets any ideas. Um, I'm joking, of course. Parody, parody, parody. Um, but uh, but yeah, he was uh, yeah very mad that uh, you know basically the the British equivalent of when uh, people in America tell athletes to stick to you know stick to basketball or whatever as soon as they criticize Trump. Um, he was just yeah just doing that. So very very obviously a I would assume Brexit party guy. Um, I don't think. I don't know. I think he's just northern enough that he wouldn't vote Tory, but... Uh, I think he's Nottingham, I think. Yeah. I think he's from Nottingham. Yeah. That is, oh, that's the other thing. Just yeah, say now, just say, 
so you're a Forest fan, are you? Yeah, Just he like, is. Yeah, he gets real mad about it because he is. Yeah, he's uh, famously a, a Notts Forest fan. That was the other thing he got very mad about um, this week was uh, a <laughs> like a rival fan account apparently said in an article that he <laughs> that he's a Nottingham Forest fan and. Um, yeah, man, that is. I, he he got angrier about that than I've seen him get about. Uh, I think the only thing I've seen him get that angry about is VAR. He's, he's uh, also totally into the Kirk Eichen mold of football Twitter. Yeah, very, <laughs> just, yeah. Just, I will sue anybody yeah, who makes fun of me. <laughs> I'm not owned. I'm not owned. <laughs> just turns into a red corn cob. So I was going to send a. One of those um, gifts. Like the, the, the epilepsy gifts. Epilepsy gifts. <laughs> this is his wife. But that 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 guy uh, that guy got sued. Like he pled guilty right in the end. I think I think the guy that sent Kurt Eichenwald the the like the strobe gif. Um, he's yeah. successfully sued him. I think so. Like that is illegal. But I mean, it's mm. still pretty. I mean, I, I mean, it's not funny. Uh, but it is. But you know, it's. <laughs> I don't even know what the full context was of that. Just like what he was saying. I don't know. He someone. I mean. He, it, it's Kurt Eichenwald, so he probably posted something stupid, and then in reply to it or in a DM, someone sent him a GIF of like a like a strobe effect, and it made him like have an epileptic fit. And then it, for some reason, his wife yeah uh, took over his Twitter account to say this is his wife. Uh, he's having a f-, which I don't know why you would do that. Um, it's kind of like it kind of sounds like he had the fit and then pretended to be his own wife posting on his account. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure which is weirder, to be honest. I don't know which is kind of more was this before, pathetic and online. Was this before or after his whole tentacle porn? I think, <laughs> I think this was before. So he he was like a huge online doofus even before he got busted uh, looking up the, the tentacle porn, uh, which he then tried to explain away as uh, just trying to prove to his wife and kids that it existed uh, and he wasn't actually looking at it. It's like, bring it back to uh, Goldbridge, where you posted about he got his his jeans stuck on the door handle. Like, yeah, he, he posted a thing about, like, yeah, he keeps getting, like, his uh, belt loops on his uh, on his jeans getting stuck on a door handle. <laughs> you, ever, you ever have, a, like, a beer bottle get stuck up your ass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fellas, fellas, you ever, you, ever be, uh, you ever be in the bath and then, like, the bar of soap just happens to, like, slip inside your crack and it's like and it's like and it gets stuck up and there. it gets stuck up there and uh-huh. it's, it's like ha 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 whoops ha 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 um yeah yeah uh so he uh also he i mean the other thing i want to talk about with Gilbridge is because uh, I, I did retweet this he, he has just such a beautiful way with words um he's got a real kind of uh shakespeare kind of mind so um, if United don't go out and buy an attacking midfielder in Jan, it just exposes how clueless we are. Strikers won't solve our lack of creativity. It's like buying a new bottle of water and sticking it on a spike. Buying a what bottle could that of water mean? and sticking it on a spike. <laughs> I guess where, where he lives, maybe there's like a fence somewhere that he saw someone stick some bottle of water on or something and that, that's a perfect analogy for Man United. Does he yeah, like does he think that that's a, like a common expression? Does he think that's like a figure of speech yeah. that people say? I don't know. It, I it, it's There must be a thing in uh, in Nottingham when he goes to the Nottingham when he Forest goes games. To, when he goes to the um yeah, when he goes to uh fuck what's it called? What's that stadium called? I've been there. What's it fucking called? I don't remember. Uh, yeah. That place. Anyway. The Forest Stadium. 
Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. That, that doesn't just sound like a like a you know like a Pez. Yeah, <laughs> a Pez, basically, like, yeah, fill-in yeah, placeholder name. Literally, does sound like a. Pro- you there's yeah, it does. Um, I'm just gonna look it up real quick. Um, it's um. <clears throat> Um, we're gonna cut this out. But, I, got a, um, I got a new phone, and it's um. We got a new phone. I got a new phone. Who this? <laughs> um. Right. What, what is, okay. is uh? What no, is not an iPhone? Is it? No, it's a Huawei. Ah, Chinese. A very, very good camera, um, which spies on me every night, and I like it. Um, yeah, you should get what I have. It's just a cheap S STK. I think it's a British made phone that you can get in the in the in the supermarkets. Yeah. Oh, it's the city ground. This, yeah, that's even go. worse. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's not even part of the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's stupid. What's wrong with the forest stadium? Yeah. The the clough, the clough end. Yeah. I'm sure, I, I, at this point, every stand in there must be called the clough end, <laughs> the surely. Nigel clough toilets. Yeah, the Nigel, yeah. The Nigel, yeah, the uh, Nigel clough bar. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean everything in that stadium must be named. That it must be the Clough everything, the Clough, Clough car park, Clough, uh, yeah, Clough. Uh, give me one more. Give me one more. Give me one more. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. The Clough. The Clough. Um, Corner flag. Yeah, there we go. And we got it. We got we got through the riff. It's, we a, got it's the an riff alliteration. Clough corner Clough flag. Clough flag. Clough corner flag. It's a like a a, a drumphian bit of alliteration there. Um, yeah, man. So mm. it's uh, yeah, everything sucks at the moment, huh? Yeah. It's uh, so hopefully Star Wars is good. Otherwise, I guess I'll just die. Well, um, we got the originals. You know, yeah, that's true. And the prequels. Um, also, I mean, it's not. It's, and Rogue One. It, it's. I don't think in a million years it's going to be as bad as Cats, which uh, oh, came yeah. out on oh. came out on the same day. Because uh, the reviews for that are brutal. I mean, just from looking at the trailer, I was like, "This is." There's no way this is. G-. In fact, no. Even going further back than that, when they first announced it, when they said, like, I, I remember seeing the headline that like. Uh, they're going to make a, like a cats movie with James Corden and oh, Taylor Swift, yeah. and I was like, "This is just because it's like they're trying to make it as shitty as possible." I mean, it's it's cats; it can't get any worse than that. Like Idris Elba's cats. In it. Idris Elba's my in good it. friend Idris Elba and Jason Derulo, and they apparently had to like digitally like CGI remove his his package because his dick's too big. <laughs> To like, you know, yeah, like remove his uh, his genitals. Um, yeah. That, did you see that uh, Taylor Swift did a speech where she was talking about um, people buying her back catalogue or whatever? Oh, yeah. And then the, she turned it into sort of, this is an example of the uh, toxic male privilege in the music industry. Did you see that? Yeah. I, I, I saw that like she wasn't going to be allowed to perform any old songs at the, whatever it was, the American Music Awards, uh, because Scoot, Scooter Braun... And some other dildo uh, own the rights to most of our back catalogue. Um, and it, it, I mean, it's I don't know, man. It's Taylor Swift who gives a fuck. Like, it, it's she's not. I do, it, it baffles me. Like people that are like, I, I get it. Don't, if, don't if, you worry about her eggs, though. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's don't another. You, don't you worry. Don't you get up every morning just like. Mm, she's, eggs. She's, don't you think about Taylor Swift's eggs? Yeah, <laughs> she's she's going to be thirteen. Oh no. That's uh, uh, yeah. I weep. I weep uh. for her eggs. <laughs> Stefan Molyneux, man, that is uh, man. 
the possibly the most galaxy-brained person to ever exist. Um, hmm. Yeah, he. Uh, that's another. That's another like online dipshit. Um, for anyone else, that's. I mean, most people listening to this probably won't know what we're talking about. But yeah, Stefan Molyneux is like a. What even is he? He's like a. He's like a self-professed like YouTube. intellectual. Want to be intellectual? Yeah, he's one libertarian. Of, one of those guys that posts like, like seventy-five minute long YouTube videos where he deconstructs yeah. children's films like Zootopia and <laughs> explains why they're about like uh, I don't know, like misandry or like uh, white genocide and stuff like that. Um, just uh, one of the dumbest motherfuckers alive. Um, but yeah, he posted a tweet saying, I can't believe Taylor Swift's nearly 30 almost. Uh, and I, what, what do you say? Is like 90% like, of her eggs yeah, are gone. Yeah. It's a shame she doesn't have kids. I think she'd be a fun mom. And he posted like, a, he put a smiley face, but it wasn't like an emoji. It was like a text smiley face. Um, so yeah, what a, what a gross fucking creepy pervert. But uh Again, surprising nobody, but uh, yeah. Someone posted like the, like a side by side thing of like him tweeting um, something like uh, personality is all genetically predetermined or something like that. I think you know, like but the personality. Despite the is fact all... I'm nothing like my dad. Well, that, but he he posted that, and then there was another tweet where he 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 said both my parents were institutionalized. <laughs> So it's like, oh wow, okay. So yeah, that's, that does what, that's why he talks about like defooing from his family because his family was abusive. So he's like, well, if you're if you don't get on with your mum or whatever, yeah, you should just you know abandon. abandon yeah, people. yeah, yeah. Him and him and Jordan Peterson are just like, uh, uh, just for the Reddit people. Just it's just like, like yeah, it's Nazi shit, isn't it? But it's just because they're wearing like I don't know, they're wearing like a suit jacket. Like for some reason people don't think it's that, but it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all basically eugenics, isn't it? Like it, it's all like a form of eugenics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people act like he's, he's the, he's the voice of the intellectual right. We've got to hear him out. And it turns out that hearing him out just means you got to listen again. You got to, you know, listen to him explain why like Moana uh, should be able to fuck uh, the guy that's voiced by The Rock in that movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, everyone's stupid except us. Yeah, well. Yeah, what are you going to do? You can't be too online. I mean, you know, I like <coughs> the show you talking about, Report This Post, which... Yeah. Just the depths that people just... No filter, no sort of I d- awareness. Yeah. I feel really bad for those guys on that show because they obviously have to do quite a lot of research to find the posts and the amount of ones that they must come across that just aren't funny. Like the amount of ones that are just like, just, just really dark, sad, horrible stuff. And it's, you know, if you follow up on it, it's like the guy that posted that, like there's so many of them where they're like, and the guy that posted this, I found a related news article where he like, you know, tried to, (laughs) tried to, kill someone or and it's just like oh man that's ugh. that is that's the internet that's uh yeah people just feel they have to post absolutely everything like there's no kind of like there's no thing of like i i had this thought and it's like without the internet i would just have this thought and uh realize that it's stupid and that would be it you know i maybe say it out loud to someone and realize that it's stupid but that's it but people just have to post everything the second they think of it. And it, 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 you know, that's where we get all these delicious hot takes from. 
all these uh, all these incredibly spicy uh, takes about you know uh, about the about white people. Uh, the fact that white people like dogs so much is because it reminds them of slavery. Um, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. That was great. <laughs> Good God. I mean, there must be something to it, because I have a Labrador and it's black. Mm. Maybe. Oh, yeah, my God. Oh no, yeah. my, my colonialism is showing again. Yeah. Oh, oh check your privilege, God, bro. God. It's Yeah. Yeah, your, your, your dog's like, oh, yes, <clears> Massa, and, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Should we? Uh, should we? Let's, we've talked enough about things that are that are horrible. We should talk about some things that are nice that we like. I think let's do some uh, cultural appropriation. Okay. So, uh, so what's 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 good, man? What's good? Um. Well, the other day on BBC Four, there was a good documentary I saw about um the uh, the people who worked on the original um Star Wars, the first Star Wars movie. Oh yeah. I can't remember what the program was called, but it should be on iPlayer. Hopefully, it's on iPlayer. Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah, um, they, they keep everything up there for quite a while. But uh, it was a very, pretty good documentary about all the sort of all the designers and all the people who made all the guns and the lightsabers mm. and all the sort of the lesser known people who worked on the film and made it made it happen. I do love all that. So, like all those sort of like bits of like trivia where you, like you find out like. How they make the noises and shit, like you know, like all the spaceship noises, and it turns out it's like it's like piano wire being stretched through like a metal tube or something, hmm. or like um, like all of the noises Chewbacca makes are like it's like a mixture of like walrus noises and lion noises, like it, hmm. it's yeah, all of that stuff's really cool, um, because obviously back then they had to like practically make it all. It's not like they didn't they couldn't like CGI or just go to a big like sound library of stuff that already existed. They were they were making up as they went along. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was a pretty good doc- documentary. And they had a little bit about because um, it was only it was it's a recent documentary. They so they talked about Rogue One a bit. They had yeah. Gareth Edwards and how he's you know he was a real big Star Wars fan. Yeah, worked, uh, the guy he co he works with who was one of the free editors of Rogue One. Mm. And uh, you know, there's you know, there's that's what I like. There's a bit of. Uh, Heart and soul to it all. There's not just yeah. a corporate bio numbers thing that they actually are people who do care. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it, the the comparison's been made, but it it it's odd that like, <laughs> say what you want about Marvel, but they they had this kind of like overarching, you know, storyline that was running through all of the movies. It was all planned out, and it all had like a you know beginning, middle, and end, and it was supposed to conclude in a certain way. Uh, and uh, yeah, like this, this new trilogy is literally just been kind of, I guess, in the spirit of the originals. It's like it, it, it's yeah. just sort of been made up as it's gone along. No one's really, there's been no sort of idea of like where it's actually going or what's ultimately going to happen. And it's like, you know, again, that's it could have, that I is was, how the originals were done pretty yeah. much. But yeah, could have taken so much from those expanded novels that they did. Yeah, it, it, that is that's the weird thing. It's not like there's it's not like there isn't an, an a literal infinite amount of source material yeah. to draw from. That between like between the novels, the comics, the video games, the TV series, like, like you know, it, I, it, it's it's weird that they've just sort of ended up doing a lot of the same stuff that mm. was in the original movies. But again, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, but you know, whatever. I'm, I'm still gonna go see it. So hopefully they'll, when they do ten, eleven, twelve, 
David will. It probably will. I don't know. Well, I think Ryan Johnson's doing his own trilogy, isn't it? It's like it, it's not. It's not in the main uh, canon, as it were. Mm. But he's he's writing and directing his own trilogy of like that's set in the Star Wars universe. So I mean, that'd be pretty fun. I would have thought so that's, that's still going. Is it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but so yeah. no, no music this week. Just something I saw on Monday night. Yeah. BBC Four has a lot of good docs. They, yeah. They, they I recommend. Vic and Bob's Big Night Out, which is also on. Oh, I haven't B- seen that BBC yet. Forge. Yeah, that is so funny. Like for yeah. me, that's my kind of humor. Yeah, like, no, I've, I've fucking obscure, love Vic and Bob. Random, just my mum. It's mom, so random. <laughs> my mum's sister completely bewildered, just like I don't understand any of this. It really is <laughs> like the, the, it's, there's no there's no way into it. Like it's not accessible if you don't just find that sort of shit funny. Like it, it's yeah. yeah. God, yeah, Vicar Bob is so fucking. They're good. pretty funny on Instagram. They're pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah they, they're both, uh, both like certified geniuses to me. Anyway, um, I think I'll recommend. Uh, I've been enjoy. I'm not entirely caught up. I think I'm one episode behind, but I've been enjoying his Dark Materials. Talking about things on BBC. Um, that's all on the iPlayer. I have. I didn't read any of the books or anything. Um, I know a lot of people did, and they've been sort of looking forward to this for a long time because that Golden Compass movie was apparently uh, dog shit. But um, yeah, no, I, I've been enjoying I mean, it's not, it, it's, it's odd because it's like, it's a co-production between HBO and the BBC. Uh, and obviously HBO needs something to fill the Game of Thrones hole because, um, you know, that's, that's the, they just, you know, they, they need something that, to go there. But because it's for kids, uh, they can't, quite go as full on with like the violence and everything Hmm. but that kind of works in its favor like you sort of you see like the aftermath of a lot of violence and there's a lot of it's kind of implied and it's it's still pretty effective um you got some uh yeah some 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 pretty great actors in there a lot of the again it's like it's from a series of like I, i know it's young adult fiction but i mean it's come on it's for kids um so some of the dialogue is a little bit kind of like on the nose I do enjoy the fact that like the bad guys, the bad, the, the magisterium uh, in it, the like the you know the basically like the their version of, like the Catholic Church, um, they just get weirder and weirder looking actors to play like the the higher ups in it. Like, they just, like it's just like you know a guy with like a wonky eye and a guy that's like all stooped over. He's got like a big hump on his back. Like every week they get like a, a weirder looking guy um, to play like a you know a guy that is working higher and higher up in the magisterium. Um, but yeah, that's, that's been good fun so far. Um, so I, I'll recommend that. Like I said, it's all on the iPlayer. Check it out. Oh, also I'm playing Pokemon Shield, uh, which is, uh, 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 amazing. It's just brilliant. It's so addictive, um, in the way that all the good Pokemon games are. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's huge. It's like, a, it's almost like a Zelda game. It's just massive. Um, so yeah, check that out if you're, uh, if you're a Nintendo Switch owner. Um, any uh, any Bigfoot updates? No, 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 no. Nothing. No videos, no nothing. No. I just say, I forgot to say maybe three or four weeks ago that the documentary I talked about, um, it's called, I think it's called The Minerva Monster. Uh, and uh, it's, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, about that Bigfoot that was supposedly uh, habituating in these people's back backyard. Oh, yeah. Kept coming back and forth and it was you know in this <clears throat> area in Ohio somewhere and uh yeah it was 
kept visiting people's you know porches and whatnot and mm. people big media thing it was it was quite a interesting documentary i don't know how true it is yeah but um it's the thing i like these sort of documentaries that aren't just like where it's constant narration yeah all it is is just interview 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 you know yeah you know, people talking about like newspaper articles and just keeping it simple and not um yeah i think yeah i, I like that kind of uh documentaries that have like kind of like visual storytelling I, mm. I, I like that it's it's you know maybe you get like a a title card come up every now and then but it's yeah there's not there's very little narration like the ones that just sort of let it unfold through the people that are tell you know the people that were there the, you know the people that are telling the story mm. um yeah I, I like that as well so again you know it, it, sometimes they maybe do have to take a little bit of liberty with it to make it Mm. more interesting or more cinematic or there's, whatever but there's a part where they start talking about where they some people think like it was being it had like a pet panther or something <laughs> okay where like <laughs> like Paul Bunyan with his, yeah. with his ox <laughs> I don't know whether that may have been a young Bigfoot if they are if it's true but um, young Bigfoot's a SoundCloud rapper isn't he yeah little, little Bigfoot and little, um, little Bigfoot He's probably he's probably going to be next of the SoundCloud rappers to to um, pass away probably to, yeah die at like twenty one yeah yeah and uh, but um yeah there's weird stuff like that but you know I thought it was a interesting documentary one of the slightly more interesting documentaries that have come out Bigfoot related yeah yeah there you have it folks uh, SoundCloud rappers uh, be dying it's called the Minerva Monster yeah it's a little That's yeah pretty fucking metal. Um. Okay. Well, uh, this again. This is probably the last one we're probably doing this year. I would have thought. So, uh, thanks for thanks for listening. Um, as as Lawrence mentioned earlier, you know, we we launched this earlier this year, and it's kind of nice that we've got a very <laughs> it, we've got a very small listenership. So uh, people don't get mad when we don't upload new episodes for a, for a little while. You know, we're both. We're both people, no one's paying us to do this. We've got lives, so it's it, it can be difficult to do it every week, but we try our best. Well, I don't have a life, but you know. you, they, they don't know that, man. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's been fun, and we'll 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 do more in the in twenty twenty, hopefully. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll uh, maybe you know we'll 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 get big enough to. Uh, I don't know what's like the what's the end goal here. What, what, <laughs> I don't know. what are we aiming for? We want like a no like a fan zone channel or something, or like a set up a. Patreon, wait when we get enough people who want to give yeah. us money. Patreon would be nice. Yeah, I mean, we, we'd have to actually, like, create yeah, extra content. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it'd be nice if we can, like, commentate on a match or something. That'd be funny, I think. I think um, we should do, like, commentary tracks for, uh, for, for movies. That is, yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> I th- there's, there's a the copyright a thing with that. Camp. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I think yeah we could, uh, there must be a way around that. But yeah, I mean like that's we we should do like a a, a commentary of some sort because we need there aren't enough white people talking about movies. Do no, we? exactly. <laughs> I mean there's the, the, there's barely enough white guys doing podcasts as, as it is. There's even fewer white guys, uh, you know, talking over films. So <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta fill that gap in the market. Uh, giggity giggity. Mm. So, uh, yeah, happy Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas, and we're allowed to say that now. Um, yep. Thank the, you. The ban has been lifted. Yeah, thank you, Donald uh, Trump yeah. Jr. Yep. Um, they finally allowed us to say Merry Christmas now. War on Christmas 
you know, it's like mission accomplished, you know, like George Bush with the big banner there. It's it's mission accomplished. We we beat the uh we beat the beat those atheists. The atheists? The, 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 more like the the gay theists. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're right wing, we're a hard right show. Yeah, now. yeah. Um Yeah. Uh yeah, so Merry Christmas, uh Happy New Year and uh bye bye.